That's my life. <laughs> Which is way more entertaining than Greg and Dana. <laughs> Let me just segue us into our podcast. Yes, our mashup of the first three episodes. I really only wrote like one page of notes for each one. Yep. So it's like, we'll just. Me too. I'm trying to keep it short and sweet. Yeah. If I had uh, to write down every fucking thing they said. <laughs> just synchronicity, synchronicity, synchronicity. Oh, yeah. There's an and there's like a new form of it now. Synchronistically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to change it a little bit. Yeah, we got to change it up for season two. We're going to add some more more letters in, make it longer. <laughs> but do you want to intro us? Sure. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I'm recording. I was like, I'm recording, aren't I? I had to make sure. Okay. All right. Hello and welcome to Mysterious AF. I'm your host, Charles, and I'm joined by the beautiful and wonderful and talented Celesta. Hello. (laughs) My co-host. You're nice. Always. (laughs) We have not recorded an episode together in 2020. Wow. So this is our our first one. Because the last one that we did was with Jill when she came up to visit. Yep. She and I that did it. That was a good one. That we, we had job, a, a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and we were surprisingly not wasted. Really? Hmm. Maybe maybe about halfway through. Yeah, so. I was going to say, you started, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is our, you and me, our first one for 2020. Did uh, you even think we'd live to 2020? Uh, you know, I never really thought about 2020. I guess I, every year is a surprise for me. <laughs> <laughs> God has given me another chance at life. I'll um, do better this year. Yeah, I I really like the even, like, symmetry of 2020 and i also like that we're in march and the first of march which is today is on a sunday it just makes my calendar look so pretty (laughs) (laughs) oh and we also had leap day which was yesterday which is always exciting and the perfect opportunity to watch leap year a romantic comedy starring amy adams that i love oh yeah Um, i haven't watched it in a long time and we talked about watching it yesterday but i couldn't find it it used to be on Netflix, but we're not here to talk about Amy Adams, no. even though she's brilliant and I could talk about her for a long time. <laughs> we're here because everybody was demanding this, so we're giving you what you want. Hillier season two, and on this episode, we're going to be discussing their first three episodes. The whole of season two is 10 episodes, so we figured... Let's do four episodes. So three episodes covering the first nine episodes and then a finale for the last episode. You yeah. know, give it give it the honor of being the last episode. And who knows, maybe um, Adam will fly in to Seattle. Maybe you'll fly in with Adam from Seattle, from Kansas City, and we can record it together. That would be awesome. I don't know. Stranger things have happened. This is true. Uh, so if you guys would like to donate to the mm-hmm. Get Celesta and Adam to Seattle Fund, uh, minimum donation is $300. <laughs> um, 
cash only. You yeah. can mail it to me. <clears throat> and my secretary, Jumbles, will uh, <laughs> accept that on my behalf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's who you hear outside the door, by the way. Or yeah. what, what are listeners it's, That was Jasper out there. Oh, that's Jasper. Oh. I think Jumbles is the money man. <laughs> Jumbles is the money man. Jasper is the hype man. Screaming outside of our bedroom. Maybe he has thoughts on Hellier. He didn't even watch it with me yesterday. Jumbles did. So um, that bitch can stay out there because he has nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he's seen goblins. I don't know. Yeah. He wants to share his story. He has a lot to say about synchronicity. Synchronicity. (laughs) (laughs) That damned word. Um. So go go for it. I was just gonna say episode one is called Noise and Signal. And if you haven't seen any of Hellier, I mean I guess watch it. I don't know. It's like the first ten minutes of this pretty much tell you Right kind of what happened. Damn it. Yeah. I was gonna I don't know what I was gonna say. Um, oh, I was just going to say, you can find it on YouTube. That's what I was going to find. So, it's probably like on Amazon Prime, too, or something like that. Yeah, that's what I watched it on Prime. Free on YouTube. But, yeah, the first good portion of this is a recap, and then they do, like, major build-up for the rest of the episodes. Here, too, we see snips and pieces of things to come. Which I didn't realize at first until... Um, they have the footage of Tyler in the at Brown Mountain, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. And th- he <laughs> he thinks that there's a helicopter that's coming specifically for him. Yep. That and it looks very scary and ominous. Um, we'll find out later. Not so much. Yeah. So, and I didn't get this right away either. I actually rewatched the first episode. Soberly. Um, soberly, yeah. So <laughs> while I was at the gym, because I was like, there's just, they cram so much into this. Yeah. I, I feel like most of the, the first season, there was a lot of mumbo jumbo, but like this, they're just like, you know, throwing things at you. Mm-hmm. And Connor even says at one point, and he's like the paranormal investigator they brought on. That, you know, they thought this was going to be like an hour long documentary and it wasn't going to be a big thing. But now there's all this synchronicity and all these connections. So that's why the series continues. But this season two picks up, I guess, before they've actually released season one. Yes. Which I did not pick up the first time. So I was very confused. The second time I was like, oh, well, that makes more sense because they get all these emails and stuff. I'm like, well, people are obviously messing with you because they've seen the first season of Hellier. But just so you know, they that have I, not. Yeah, they have not. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it more intriguing, really. It does. And also, Carl is back. Yep. And it's like the whole gang is back together for more hijinks. <laughs> Plus Tyler this time. A lot more Tyler. But I'm glad Tyler. 
I'm getting on Team Tyler because I told you Tyler gets it done. I feel like and we he can talk about those tight spaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about this more later, too. But like, yeah, Dana and Greg are just like, I'm scared. I don't want to go. And Tyler's like, let's get in the car and go right now. Like, let's just go. And they're like, we can't. Like, yes, you can go. <laughs> go. All you have to do is drive around this town. Just go. What are you afraid of? But anyway. Yep. Oh, and then we have to get the classic, like, pensive Greg shots of him just like around his house with his cat with the music i just thought that was really funny i'm like of course we're starting out with this okay so i guess the 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 main point of the season two seems to be the team trying to differentiate dif, dif, differentiate differentiate between random synchronicity and then like purposeful synchronicity <laughs> so coincidence versus like hard evidence is what right. we're being set up for yeah and they have this like team meeting basically where they're whittling down the leads that they've had over the last year or however like however long they've been compiling this data they go into this discovery about the home that they thought was the one that was owned by David Christie was actually owned by David M. Parsons, Mm -hmm. which that last name is important because it will show back up, pop back up in another episode synchronistically. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, and they're, and they're trying to get a hold of, David and their email is bouncing now. But then they try, I don't, I think they try another address and the email goes through, but then there's still no response. Yeah, so I they're think like, that was Terry Wrist or whatever. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> they're like, it's this one avenue is closed off at this other one. There's still hope that we could have more contact. Mm-hmm. I just have a note of are we watching Mass Hysteria? Like in the making. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I just feel like they get they're getting themselves so worked up. Like even emailing these old emails, Greg is like freaking out. I'm like, Greg, why are you so it's like I'm so nervous. Oh, it didn't bounce back. I don't know what to do. What do we do? Just like wait and see if you get an email. Like I don't know. I know they're trying to make a TV show or whatever. YouTube show, but they got to add the drama. Yeah, it just seems like for the recording. Because <clears throat> I don't know, like we see at the beginning of this episode a clip of Greg and Dana during a live stream. Mm-hmm. I guess that they do. I haven't ever watched one of their live streams. I guess I didn't realize that they did live streams, but I'm like, surely he cannot be that extra all the time, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> that anxious energy like I don't know I've so yeah. I think you're right it's probably more for the show they're like make it seem like it's really life or death you know right but, sending this email but yeah I mean that's that's WTF is happening like because I think they were just 
they're cramming so much into this first episode. It's like flashbacks, it's flash forwards. You're not exactly sure what's happening. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Tyler's in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the bridge. And I, it's just like, okay, I don't. Then that whole, I was going to double check with Ryan. So Tyler goes to Stillwater, Minnesota. It wasn't Point Pleasant? Or where no. was Point Pleasant? Pleasant, West Virginia. Oh, God. It went to Stillwater <laughs> because Stillwater came up in that, um, what do you call it, the spare box section they did or whatever. Right. On the porch. And they, this was a lead they hadn't followed up on. So Tyler was like, okay, like this is what they're they had that meeting. They're like, we need to figure out all these leads. We can go. So Tyler's like, I'll go to Stillwater because I live close there. So he goes, finds a bridge that's been closed down, the Stillwater Bridge. And then he finds this butterfly statue. The metal butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> Which he equates to, like, their version of the Mothman statue in Point Pleasant. But Stillwater is, like... I'm pretty sure I've been there with Ryan and his dad. Like, it's an artsy-fartsy little river town. Like, they have art festivals. They have all these cute little shops. Like, yeah, they have a statue of a metal butterfly that probably some local artist made. Like, it's not it's not a nod to the Mothman. <laughs> I just, it just was ridiculous. But, but I did appreciate Tyler actually going. And checking the place out. Yeah, and I guess they don't ever talk about like the funds for their, for their trips. Right. Like, where does this yeah. come from? Are they backed by an anonymous billionaire? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that would make everything. Is it Robbie Williams? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> You've just cracked the case. You've done it. <laughs> Oh, Robbie. Uh, <laughs> that that would totally make sense. That would be hilarious. I hope he shows up at the end. Oh, my God. If he does, we're going to have to do something. I don't even know what, but <laughs> like pop a bottle of champagne, shoot off some fireworks, synchronicity. Uh, All of our shows that we watch now have Robbie Williams Robbie appear Williams. in them. <laughs> And he, you're just not going to see it coming. You just don't know when he's going yep. to appear, but he'll be there. <laughs> well, basically, it finishes up with, like, them learning that injured Cold from, like, the Mothman case mm-hmm. is dead. At 92. At 92. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the cliffhanger they end this first episode on is... Connor presenting and they're like and then we learned injured cold is dead from like a Facebook post from um John the uh, John, Darren Berger Darren Berger's Bedrow, daughter who, yeah yeah so who yeah if you're familiar with Mothman he's the one that had the first encounter with injured cold on the highway mm-hmm. so First episode, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you oh read? Oh my gosh, that was like a 2. Yeah. I was, after the first episode, I was like, I can't, it's going to be really hard to watch the rest of it. 
<laughs> okay, I was feeling the same way because yeah. I had watched this. I thought I'd watched this with Jill when she was here, and we turned it off like maybe halfway through it because we're like, this uh, is really hard, hard to get through. Yeah. So definitely not as good as the first episode of the first season because I remember that after that one we were like, wow, this is Ooh, yeah, spooky. Yeah. It's like just yeah. enough, and yeah. Yeah. Well, trundling right ahead to episode two, chapter seven or chapter seven, because they also have like the chapters, but they are really hard to read on my screen. Yeah. Um, OK, I was like, are they doing that on purpose? Like, I feel like I have to get up like in front, like right next yeah. to the TV to see what it's saying. And this is called And the Dead. OK, I knew it had something to do with the dead. <laughs> yeah. The gang goes on a road trip. <laughs> they go. Uh, props to them for actually going and doing something. They go to visit Darren Berger's daughter, Tanya. This is weird. I mean, what did you think about the whole interview? She she did not seem produ- like acting at all. Yeah. You know, so the fact that she like says that Andred crashed crashed his ship into a ship of humanoids or something that they were chasing or following mm-hmm. but she says it in like such a matter of fact way like like you would say this person was following after this person in their car and they crashed and died like it was i don't know but like i guess her dad when he told her like she that's how she grew up believing that this was real like yeah and and but I don't know. Do you remember? And I don't remember where it was in these episodes, but like they had that interview with John Keel, mm-hmm. and you know, the one that wrote about Mothman prophecies, and he said that Darren Berger was like a liar, and didn't like he believed most of the original story or some of it. Oh, that's who we was talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like the rest of it. He's like. I don't believe any of that happened. So like, because yeah. Darren Berger went on to write a book about Indrid Cole, and apparently Indrid's like family and shipmates and all this stuff. And his daughter ends up writing a book about her interaction with Indrid Cole, and I don't know. I, I, it was funny too to watch their faces while they were there interviewing her because. It seemed like none of them actually believed what she was saying. I don't know if you picked up on that at all. No, I didn't. But that doesn't surprise me. I was writing my notes. No. And I guess I was I was mostly watching her because I don't know if she had been in an accident or what happened to her. But um, I couldn't tell if she was like an assisted living facility. Yeah, I think so. And because at first I was like, where are they going at this hospital? But yeah, it, and so they're hoping to pass on a message to Indrid's sons, Connor and Connard. Yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> like, what? Who would name, why would you name your children? And she, Tanya's like, of course, I'll get this, you know, message. Yeah, because they, apparently they continue to visit her. Yeah. And, and part of me is like, well, why wouldn't. If these people were so important in your life, why wouldn't you have a picture of them? But yeah. I'm like, maybe they don't want to be photographed. But she says, she tells them, like Dana is relaying to the audience that they're apparently normal looking human people. And 
Like we wouldn't know that they were not human right. um, by looking at them. So it's just, are they enabling this woman's <laughs> fantasy or delusion? Like her whole family's delusion? I don't know. I guess that, that you were picking up on, well, they weren't really believing, you know, her. I mean, that makes sense. To me, I, it was, it was weird because they were all like, most of them were there, right? Like, I think everybody mm-hmm. was there. Yeah. And they were like all just kind of like sitting slouched in the couch or just like kind of like staring off in a spit. Like they just weren't. Maybe they're just not good interviewers, but I'm like, you went all this way to visit this lady and you all look bored while you're there. And like <laughs> if if you think she's telling the truth, you think they'd just be more interested or like. Right. I don't know. It was just kind of. I'd, I'd say watch it again, but I don't want to make you do that. But <laughs> I can just fast forward to that one yeah. part. I know, yeah. I mean, because that's pretty much what this whole, the crux of this episode is dealing with Tanya and mm-hmm. like finding her. And and Carl even says this thing is like, doesn't matter if what she told us was true or not, you got to look at the bigger picture. And I was just like, I don't. It, it it matters if it's true or not, because this is like, if it's yeah. not true, then it's not true. And you've wasted all this time and energy. Like, it definitely matters. What's the bigger picture? If it's, I don't, I don't get it. Well, it's know. like, couldn't they have her call them if Connor, when Connor and Connor to come visit and they could like right. all talk on the phone together? Or right. is there like a special... Like they cannot be that signal or something. Like... Yeah. It. <laughs> if Connor and Connor, Connor and Connard with a D really do exist. Um, Why don't they change their names? First of all. Yeah. That's a really good question, actually. <laughs> Connard. <laughs> so their names are Connor and Connard Cold. Yep. Wow. CCC. It's a lot to deal with. Uh, uh, my next note is, this is good background noise, but I keep forgetting that I'm watching something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. It was hard to pay attention. Like I was kind of excited for this interview once I figured out who like it, who she was and what right. her importance was. But then it was just kind of like, well, anybody could be saying like they could have told me that this was so-and-so's daughter and that she sees these people. And I would have been like, Oh, okay. It just yeah. was not really like uh climactic. There was, I, there was no climax for me. All right. <laughs> or height heightened point of this, this episode. Um, and so my next thing was about them. Well, also Carl talking again about the cipher in the back of Greenfield's book. Um, oh, yeah, which that. they talked about in the first season about mm-hmm. how it's important and blah, blah, blah. But it's I still it's, don't get it. Yeah. And they it's like they only talk about that for like a, such a short period. They don't ever use it again. Like, oh, we're going to use the cipher to do this. And it's like they just kind of mention it and it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to watch it and. Like put headphones on and pin my eyes open. <laughs> while I watch it so I understand it but I was yeah they 
the next thing I had was there's an incredibly high rate of mentally ill people yeah. in Ashley, <laughs> Kentucky. So so they end up going back to Kentucky and someone, the sheriff tells them this, even though yeah. the police department is closed, like in this town, um, the police department was closed, the newspaper was closed. So they end up going to the library to research. And they're looking, this is when they're looking for Indrid's house, right? Right, yeah. And they're, like, looking through the old property and street photos. and Yeah, because I think in the book, and it wasn't ciphered, it was just in the book, they had basically his address or, like, Terry Wrist had, like, described where he lived. Yeah. Or something like, I don't know. I don't, e- I don't even know. I don't even know who described it, but somebody described it. They're like, let's go find this house. But obviously that was like in the 60s and 70s. So the town has changed. So yeah, they're going through all these newspapers and trying to find pictures. and Yeah. And I guess they kind of find something. Oh, they start well, looking for this restaurant for some reason. Yeah. And that's when the synchronicity strikes again with Dun-dun-dun. Parsons. they were like freaking out about that i was like oh wait what's going on is something important happening and they're like ah synchronicity parsons the word parsons Uh, okay could you imagine if it was like smith or something where smith (laughs) some common name that just literally everywhere yeah there's their shit they i was gonna say they probably wouldn't be alive they would have gone into so much shock from the excitement of all the synchronicities. Yeah. All the synchronicities. Uh, do you um, have anything else for this episode? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, have I, did. A, I have a note that says, uh, this seems like a lot of bullshit, unless, unless it's actually all real. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I guess that was just a glimmer of hope I had at at the end of episode two. Well, and not even drinking made this fun to watch. Like, oh, no, I just I wanted to go to sleep. Me too. Yeah, like, this is a bad idea. I that's why I was like, okay, I'm only gonna. I only had one drink for all three of these episodes. I made it last, but I was like, jeez, I need more more sips, please. Yeah, and in the margin of my notes, I have two hours and seven minutes was how much I calculated this chunk of episodes to be. So I was doing long division and addition and (laughs) the margins of my notes. Wow. That's boredom. Yeah. So they did, I guess they did find like an empty parking lot that may have had his house, but it's not there anymore. Obviously, Indrid is not there. So that was a waste of time. Yep. Except they found the word Parsons. So maybe. They just needed a small win. Something to (laughs) call it a night. You know, like we we did it. We made it this far. We can we can rest tonight. Except I don't know if Tyler ever sleeps. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. What did it use the alien? (gasps) That would make sense. Mm -hmm. You can. uh you know, the last place you would think to look is within the group. Yeah, actually, like, that was one of my thoughts. Like, what if this ended with a big reveal that 
one of them was actually sending the emails. That would have made this way worth more worthwhile if that's how this ends. I know. I doubt it does. I think I would have heard about it if that's what happened. But and then Robbie Williams appears in a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> And Tyler pulls off his face mask I'm to reveal that he's a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> and they fly away together. Oh my gosh, yes. I think our the Indian... Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I guess that's that can be the ending that we're hoping for for this uh, yeah. season. But You know, someday we'll make a movie and that... <laughs> that's it. <laughs> The entire soundtrack will be Robbie Williams. (laughs) (laughs) And just Tyler climbing around in caves with a shirt off. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Episode three. Chapter eight. Borderlands. Chapter eight. Borderlands. Okay. Yeah. Wow. The the God Helmet. That's all I call this episode. Oh, my God. I was trying so hard to, like, not laugh and Snapchat, like, every... I think I did Snapchat part of it to you, but I was like... Yeah, you did. I know, and I had watched it, and I was like, oh, Lord, what is that? Yeah, you just wait. You just wait. Oh, so they're... I, they're back in Point Pleasant at this point? Yeah, they are. And they decide they're going to do this... So, again, in order to, like, tie up loose ends, they're like, hey, we haven't done this experiment yet. And it's something called the God Helmet. And it's not even a helmet. No. I, mean, I was like, a little disappointed. It's like a sweatband with fake electrodes <laughs> on it. <laughs> that they stick on your face and they're make you look like them. a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's supposed to trigger similar feelings to what? people experience while having like a spiritual experience yeah that and i thought it was used to enhance their latent psychic abilities yes they've used yeah and i was like don't people just usually do shrooms or like take ayahuasca or whatever to like couldn't they just do that instead (laughs) yeah stupid non-helmet thing on your head (laughs) seems dangerous I'm, don't let her get near any power lines <laughs> <laughs> or lightning storms. Don't they go to the old power plant to do yeah. that? <laughs> Maybe they're like she'll get a zap Extra. and it'll it'll uh it'll be like the computer worn tennis shoes, except it'll uh be she'll get like zapped and have she can see spirits. She turns into Mothman. That would be another interesting twist that I did not see coming. <laughs> She just mutates into Mothman and flies away with Connor attached to her. <laughs> and then she eats him. Yep. <laughs> and then Greg has to tame her. <laughs> like with a Come stool and a whip. Her <laughs> <laughs> cats miss you, Dana. Come back. She's going to eat all the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Season three, Greg's got her chained up in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Feeding her rats. Okay. (sighs) So Dana's going to wear this God helmet. 
Connor is. I I guess I'm still not sure exactly how this works. Dana's supposed to get images, and Connor is supposed to be able to read the images in her head and then voice them. Or I didn't know what Connor was doing. See, I thought they said he was going to do the Estes thing, which I thought was where he has the radio, like the white noise, and he's like hearing different things. Or so he's doing his own thing. And they're but, like sitting back to back. Yeah. And it looks like they have bras on their eyes. <laughs> They're blindfolds, Charles. <laughs> I don't know. That one looked like uh, like a sports bra. It was like very You're padded right. and purple. They probably forgot. And they're like, Dana, do you have an extra bra? Here, Dana, pull it off. We need this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. They're, they're in this old power plant in Point Pleasant. She's going to wear the god helmet. He's going to do the white noise thing. Um, and then he starts bebopping some Morse code or a 50s yeah. doo-wop song. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's like, it's not Morse code, but it sounds like Morse code. Well, and that's as far as my notes went. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Okay. Well, I probably fell asleep. <laughs> it's fine. There's not much else, but... Um, Dana starts to say that she sees a non-human face and Connor says pizza man. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> These consistencies. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is after this, but yeah, this whole thing was just. They start. There's tarot cards. Yeah. Allegedly communicating to each other, even though they can't hear or see each other. Right. Um, maybe we should try this sometime. Next time I see you in person. <laughs> We can get blindfolded and be back to back and Yeah. I'll transmit psychic images to you. Okay. It'll probably be different penises, but I was gonna say <laughs> <my> first guess. <laughs> to all the penises I've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share my photo library with you. <laughs> sure it's expensive. You know. Got around. Been around. Um so, yeah, so then this episode caps with their grasping at straws, saying these consistencies keep popping up. Ashland is a border town. It's a border between the unknown and bridges, like the bridge in um, Minnesota that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like represents the border between realities and like oh yeah planets. And then this is where Tyler is going to go investigate the coordinates that we saw at the beginning of the first episode. And then Gray gets an email and that's it. That's the cliffhanger at the end of this third episode. And so, um, what do you like, what are you, the chances you think that this email he receives is from Robbie Williams? (laughs) Maybe, maybe episode four. 50, 50, 50, Chances are pretty high, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Robbie Williams and then the guy that does the shows with Robbie Williams, who we were I was writing my erotic fan fiction about. Yeah. Um, that you have not contributed to. Um, I've been busy. <laughs> Just kidding. Nate, Nate actually asked about that. He's like, so are we going to get more of this like erotic Yeah, we really do. Novel? We and it was like, all right, I guess I have to give... The readers what they want 
<laughs> about this dive bar, Robbie Williams. And well, man. you're right though. Like the helicopter flies over him. Yeah. That could be Robbie Williams. Fingers crossed. Really, really, really hoping mm. for that. Um, or I'm just like, maybe it's a helicopter that's with a search and rescue mission because you are hiking <laughs> in mountains. Like, it's not for you, Tyler. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck that you're up there hiking. Because he says like, oh, no, they found me. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is, yeah. It, I was like X-Files, like when Mulder and Scully are like out in the cornfield in the movie. Like, like Tyler, you are no Mulder and Scully. No. But. I mean, we like you, Tyler. But... Yeah. Thank you for being enthusiasm in a vial mm-hmm. or whatever, however they describe well, them. Okay. And let's talk about these coordinates real quick, because in season one, the coordinates, they thought they were close enough when they went with Tyler to that mountain and into right. that little cave. Like Which that's was what they Brown Mountain, the- right? Yes. But it wasn't like the exact coordinates. Right. So I don't, it's like they're, kicking a dead horse here it's just like well let's try this what if it means this or what if it means that if you lived your whole life looking for signs and the first one you didn't like and you went searching for another one it's just like you're gonna be looking forever yeah or yeah eventually find something i guess but a tin can a tin can (laughs) And there was that one part somewhere, too, where Connor was like, that tin can, that really messed me up. It really <laughs> stayed with me for a long time. I'm like, seriously? A tin we, can? We should anonymously mail him boxes of empty tin cans. <laughs> That's what we were going to do. Oh, yeah. We talked about that in season one. It'd be so amazing if we, like, filled his car with tin cans and he goes out and opens the door and just, like, tin cans spill tin out cans. everywhere. Or in his trunk. And he's like, what's all that rattling noise? And he goes to his trunk and it opens and there's just tin cans yep. spilling out everywhere. <laughs> um, but I also remember, so that the cave that Dana, they go to in season one, mm-hmm. there's like a obstruction to where they can't go further in. So I'm wondering if Tyler's going to squeeze himself into there and go in. Or, or like find a different cave to go in. Because we see like footage of him wearing a helmet and like crawling around in these yeah. places. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Not for me, but you go, go for it. Um, go for it. Yeah. Know. And they say he's very enthusiastic and stuff. And I, again, I'm like, good. This team needs somebody who actually wants to go freaking do something. <laughs> <sighs> Instead of sit around with a bra on your face. <laughs> it still makes me angry from season one where they were in that, big long tunnel and they kept hearing things and they wouldn't go farther in Tyler would have done it he would have but he wasn't there maybe that'll maybe okay we have to finish this for Tyler (laughs) to see what if he does like if he they should take him back to that tunnel because they can't be that far from it yeah that's true because wasn't that yeah that was like the finale Kentucky yeah but they had just been in Kentucky yeah, they're all over lately. They really are like the Scooby-Doo gang driving all over the world. Mm-hmm. Just never know where they're going to appear. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess it's a wrong a bridge or a cave system somewhere. Or it's going to be Tanya's birthday party. Or Tanya's birthday party. <laughs> An old folks home. <laughs> she conned them into coming too. She's going to be like, Connor and Connor are here. 
<laughs> they show up. It's just a couple of dead cats. <laughs> With party hats on. <laughs> this is Connor and Connor. He wanted to eat them. Oh my god. So what are your feelings? How how did this make you feel? Uh, I can't believe you only made it through five episodes. <laughs> Whatever you texted me last night. I did. I'm pretending like I don't know what happens in the next two episodes, but I do. Um the first three were horrible. The fourth and fifth actually are better. Okay. Cool. Good so time. yeah. I was a little, so I have uh, my page four here, episode four notes says, and I'm a little sucked in at this point. So. Ooh, okay. I am excited. Thank you for giving me a glimmer of hope. Glimmer of hope, but you're going to come back and just be like, oh, that's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just minor spoiler, is Robbie Williams in it? Not in this, not, not in okay. these two, but th- that would be only halfway through, so. That's true. I'm going to hold out. Knows. I'm going to hold out for my hope of. Yeah. Robbie. Oh, Robbie. <laughs> Maybe if we wish it hard enough, it'll just happen. Ask, believe, and you shall receive. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is. Oh. That's why I base everything I do in my life off of the secret, the law of attraction. You know, it seems to be working for you. Yeah, that's why I don't have coronavirus. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I do not attract that to me. I deflect (laughs) it. (laughs) Pew, pew. I deflect thy power. (sighs) Um, Charles, where can I find us? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) You can find us on the World Wide Web at Mysterious AF on Facebook and on Instagram at Mysterious underscore af underscore podcast you're also encouraged to email us at mysterious af podcast at gmail.com or you can call us <laughs> hold on let me get my phone so i can give you celeste's personal number <laughs> <laughs> i'm still tempted like block people if they become psychotic but... i know it's so easy to block numbers yeah. now um but yeah, I realized after I forced us into talking about this episode that we didn't say who we were. Well, like what we were about. But Oh, yeah. We used to say we were a weekly podcast, then a bi-weekly podcast. But I was friends, like... we've been running out of material, which is why we're scraping the bottom of the barrel with <laughs> season two of failure. Yeah. I've got some leads for some stories. If you want to, you know, you can always write us in your personal stories. Um, yes. I've been hounding family members, still haven't gotten anything back. So I thanks do, a lot, cousins. I do. So I did have my coworker Royce. He is from Guam oh. and originally, but, um, he told me like just a little bit of a story about when he was a child in Guam and they have a legend about these spirits that live in coconuts. Mm. Um, and sometimes they spirit children away into the forest. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, I'm going to have to have him like write the story down 
because yeah. I could try to relay what he said and like all the de- details, but I just would not be doing it justif- justice if I did that because I did finally come out of the closet at work and tell everybody that I have a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, I just told Royce, I think, because he's pretty- <laughs> no one else would care, but he's he's into a lot of the same the same stuff. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll have to get because and his family members obviously he still has some that live in Guam. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, can you have them like email you and you can collect these stories and then I use them for personal gain yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And his reward would be he can come on the show sometime. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been ta- he, we've been talking about him coming over to hang out, but he is very, very allergic to cats. Like his throat oh, starts no. closing up. Um, so I'm like, okay, we're going to have to like quarantine the cats to a room and I'm going to have to deep clean everything. And, uh, but yeah, I'll figure it out somehow. I'm like, just wear one of those masks. Like people are doing You won't get coronavirus or die from cat. Yeah. Just bring your EpiPen. I'll stab you with it. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple times. (laughs) Multiple times. (laughs) Live. Live. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah so so listeners if you have anything hope you guys have been having a great 2020 also by the way yeah. thanks for hanging out adam we miss you yeah. um jill i know you'll be listening to this hey girl <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody for for tuning in um, I don't know. We'll figure out when we're recording next. Do you like doing the three episodes? Like, I feel like yeah. it gives us enough material to talk about because I can't imagine making myself write enough stuff for one episode and no. doing it that way because it's a little bit painful, but it's good. It's golden. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, you know, maybe I'll do something or see something weird out in Vegas. Who knows? I'll try to channel Shit, some yeah. UFOs or something. I'm going to need you to, yeah, channel your inner psychic Or, lady. yeah, or I'll just find some methods to talk to and get some good stories about okay. weird shit that happens. If I make you a god helmet and send it to you, will, will you please <laughs> wear it while you walk around in Vegas? I will. <laughs> I definitely will. I doubt you'll get harassed. People will be like, no, oh, she's People fucking... give me a dollar to, like, take a picture with me, probably. Yeah, and if you skip... That's another yeah. thing that people think is crazy when people skip. Like, no one's going to mess yes. with you if you're wearing the god helmet and skipping That's down strange. the strip. Yeah. Yes. I really like this plan. I really like this for your journey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. You want to sign us out? Yeah. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to stay, stay mysterious. mysterious. Bye.